0: Hello everyone, Uh, I hope that everyone can hear me and greetings from London and welcome to the Goodwill Meditation Group webinar. Today is Wednesday the 30th October 2019, I'm Dominic Dibble and today I'm going to be joined by two of my colleagues from Geneva, Minza van der Velde and Florian Harvey. And we'll be looking, we'll be, they'll be uh, presenting some ideas about goodwill and the will to good. Now today we're working with the Goodwill Meditation Group, which is a worldwide group of people who link up each Wednesday at noon to meditate on goodwill. The group aims to stimulate and strengthen the goodwill that is expressed by humanity as a whole. And we meet the last Wednesday of each month and provide a platform for individuals to come together to use the Goodwill Meditation and to discuss the work of Goodwill. Goodwill is love in action and it exists in all human relationships that carry a note of loving intention. It is a positive and dynamic energy and can be consciously utilised for the betterment of humanity and the planet. This is our work. Goodwill is in essence the name we give to the potent force of divine will as it is expressed through human relationship. This powerful force overcomes all separating forces and has the potential to transform all aspects of our societies and the planet itself. Goodwill redeems, unifies and reveals the essential goodness underlying all phenomenal expression. The existence of Goodwill is evidence of the link between humanity, the spiritual hierarchy, and God. So to begin, let's quiet our minds and link with the group in sounding together the mantrum of the new group of world servers. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness harmlessness and right speech Now, as some of you all will know already, but we may have new listeners today, so you may be interested to know about a very auspicious astrological event taking place later this year. This event occurs every seven years during the week of December 21st to the 28th. It's a time of a tremendous inflow of spiritual energies into the group of world servers. And this group is composed of all individuals who seek to build a better world based on a vision of the one life and the principles of sharing, unity and right relationships. Needless to say, goodwill flows through all the actions. Groups across the planet are planning various activities to take advantage of this special time. And for more information on the Festival Week and the various activities being planned, you can visit www.festivalweek.org. So now we're going to move into our meditation and before we we begin let's just recall we are sharing this effort with thousands of other people of goodwill across the planet and let's realize that essentially we're working as souls and as such have telepathic rapport with all souls. Remembering that energy follows thought, we recognize that meditation is not a passive, reflective form of devotion, but a positive, creative use of the mind, mm-hmm. actively linking the inner and outer worlds. So we use the creative imagination to see ourselves at one with all humanity, and with all that is progressive, spiritual, and working for human welfare and right human relations. We can adopt a confident attitude knowing that we are acting as a channel for the energy of goodwill. So now let us link up in thought with all those people throughout the world who are working with this goodwill meditation group. Reflects upon the fact of relationship. You're related to your family. Your community. Your nation, the world of nations. The one humanity made up of all races, peoples, and nations. this mantrum of Unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Reflect upon your own and humanity's relationship with all beings who dwell in the higher realms of mind and heart, the spiritual hierarchy of saints, rishis, bodhisattvas, and masters, honored by all the world's religions and spiritual groups. Imagine that you're standing together within the center of the spiritual hierarchy, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this heart of love is known as the Christ. Other faiths have other names for the one at the center, such as Maitreya, the Imam Mahdi and the Kalki avatar. Maintaining that high point of contact, let your thoughts reach out to include all members of the human family in whom the energy of goodwill is active. in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the energy of love flowing from the spiritual hierarchy through the men and women of goodwill into the hearts and minds of all people, infusing them with goodwill and creating loving and harmonious human relationships. Meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right human relationships and restoring peace on earth. Realize that you are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems, and healing all differences and cleavages. Linked in thought with men and women of goodwill all over the world, say the great invocation. Say it with deliberation and full commitment to its meaning, knowing that you are radiating its potent energies to humanity. within the heart of God let love stream forth into human hearts may the coming one return to earth from the center where the will of God is known let purpose guide where evil dwells let light and love and power restore the plan on earth com um... Thank you everyone for your participation in that beautiful link-up. Now it gives me great pleasure to um, invite to join us um, two of my colleagues from Geneva, that's Mince van der Velde and Florian Harvey, and they are going to be enlightening us, we hope, on the subject of goodwill and the will to
1: good. So, Mensa, Florian, can you hear me? Yes, we do. I hope you can hear us too.
0: We can indeed, and the floor is now open to you.
1: Okay, well, first of all, welcome to everybody. Good morning or good afternoon, depending on where you are on this planet. I am Mensa van der Velde. Uh, I am uh, Florian Harvey. And um, we are going to talk today about, um, as Dominic said, goodwill and the will to good. The concept of will is very vast. And one of the first qualities when pondering upon the word will is of someone with an inflexible iron will rushing through his or her ideas with little respect for anyone or anything surrounding him or her. But the Tibetan reminds us over and again that that is only a very limited interpretation of the will, not to say that it is far removed from reality. The understanding of the will is a progressive matter and we will try to shed some light on that today. There is will to be, will to action, will to good, will to create, will to truth, will to beauty, will to love, just to name a few of them. To not get lost in this vast field of concepts, we will focus in this webinar on goodwill and the will to good. In the introduction, Dominic has already outlined what goodwill means and how powerful it can be when rightly used. In Discipleship of the, in the New Age, Volume 2, the Tibetan advises one of his disciples to ponder on goodwill and the will to good. He writes, and I quote, The first, that's to say goodwill, is worked out as qualifying the life in all ashrams under the care of a master of wisdom. The will to good is developed and understood in the SRAMs of those of still greater attainment. The first concerns the plan, whilst the second deals with purpose. Again, and in this same connection, you have vision and illumination. You can also, if you so choose, work out the same idea in the linking of the three periodical vehicles, finding a third word aligned aligned and descriptive to form a sequential educational picture, which all of us might see now on the screen, sight, vision, illumination, action, plan, purpose, self-will, goodwill, will to good. Here ends the quote of discipleship in the new age. So, how can this tabulation be helpful in explaining such a complex topic as the relation between
2: goodwill and the will to good? There are um, different manners to look at this tabulation, and um, it is, as, as was said, a sequential educational picture. So the first column of uh, sight, action and self will, uh, we can relate to that column pretty easily. Whereas the second column of uh, vision, and goodwill, um, we do relate to that column. And that is more of the com- contemporary uh, source of energy. Whereas we had, uh, for example, uh, self-will in the past, and uh, people understood what uh, self-will meant. Today, we speak more and more about goodwill. It's a term that really comes to be uh, spoken of in the, in the, in the fields of, uh, of politics and so on. And so th- there is a progression from sight to vision. There is a progression from action to plan, a progression from self-will to goodwill. The the third column, um, as the quote from the book uh, inspires us to understand, is is much more remote. We understand that sight leading to vision is, for example, one element in sight uh, brings us to vision, which is a coordination of element. So vision has this... Um, aspect of coordination, it has the aspect of, of quantity when we speak about an action and a plan, there is a number of actions that make up a plan um, but to go towards illumination, that is something yet to a degree that perhaps our mind is not readily um, Made to understand uh, at some point we will of course discuss the idea that whereas some concept can be grasped by the by the rational concrete mind, some concepts co- cannot be grasped by the rational mind so um, illumination is is really something to which it would be a good exercise to make our mind tend to So it has been said, where there is no vision, the people perish. Uh, it's it's a quote which personally I I, I like to um, to read. And indeed, the world does need vision in order to to coordinate itself. All the efforts of all of the actors of the world have to be uh, carried on to and 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 weave some sort of coherent uh, societal wholeness. And. Um, One, one way, if we want to speak about the, the, the translation from vision to illumination is, is to use other terms, the terms of quantity and quality. We, we understand that, for example, our, our modern society has to move from, from something quantitative to something qualitative. Uh, we had uh, the gross domestic product, and now we are talking about the gross happiness uh, index. Uh, we, we understand there is a, a, a shift to be made. And so... Um, That, that shift is something I think that today we want to, to discuss a little bit. We want to, to, to explore what is this greater idea and how, and how does goodwill lead us into this, this direction? And what does this dimension of thought, um, what, what, what is it? What is it to us?
1: Okay. So, you are talking about the step from sight to vision or from self-will to goodwill, which seem relatively uh, feasible. The next steps to illumination or the will to good seem to be much more away, a much more bigger gap. You might even say that there would be an exponential progression. The first two steps are rather easy or small, but the further you go, the bigger the gap and the, the more um, work to be done together. So what does this to do with the wider gap between vision and emulation? If you start with sight, can you say a bit more about, mm. about that?
2: And, and, and indeed when, when we are presented with these, uh, these tables, we, 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 we can divide them in columns, but there are many, many uh, gradients uh, between vision and illumination. And uh, some minds would say there are innumerable gradients of progression between vision and illumination. Um, The vision has the aspect of coordination. We see many items that could have been divided, but now they are coherent. It's one vision, but that vision becomes more inclusive. That vision, that vision expands. And so there is a gradient of unfoldment of the vision, and that um, that uh, gradation of the vision, that development of the vision, has some 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 point of focus. It has a point from which it yields. It has a point from which it is inspired. It has a it has a, an alignment and a point of tension, which gradually makes goodwill become something else, gradually makes vision becomes a form of illumination. And and this, to to us who are studying the art of service, I think is of paramount uh, importance. We know this topic under the term of alignment and we know the topic of alignment when we consider right values, when we consider a good taste. When we consider uh, the ideals of beauty, when we consider uh, respect, and 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 the key word, uh, the key concept of uh, human relations. So all of these um, ideals draw our mind to an towards an alignment, and that alignment is enabling us to inject some creative tension within our action inject that creative tension which is a manifestation of the will which is not an energy that we manifest from ourselves to the external external world but something that we draw onto the heart of the world and that we manifest So
1: you were um, talking about uh, creativity creativity, and you were also talking about abstraction which would relate to to a higher plane. You can say creativity is an expression of, of potential and when the field of pretension from which it draws force is found in the alignment of a correct aspiration, creativity will result in in the benefit for everyone. We could say, or we could observe relationships between correct aspiration, which would be qualified as it were by right values and inclusive ideals, correct inspiration, which results in the right poise of a decentralized world server, holding him or herself between a world of luminous potential and the world of needs. And then creativity, which exteriorizes, demonstrates and and testifies of the inner world. So in a a way, to come back to the tabulation, uh, the, the third or right column really relates to another plane or another dimension, or I would prefer the word plane of perception than the, the first two. Could you, when we go back to the tabulation, uh, say a little bit more on
2: the plan and the purpose? So, um, w- one thing one thing I, I felt was uh, useful perhaps to also... Um, um, uh, discuss in order, perhaps, to to um, to uh, to address this idea of uh, of purpose, um, is that when we speak about creativity, uh, I think um, the human mind, the the thought forms of of human mentality, has an understanding of creativity which is not necessarily what um, us people of goodwill or, or or people studying esoteric philosophy would would consider. Because we might think that creativity is simply uh, creating something that doesn't exist. Whereas one understanding of creativity is to to manifest something which does actually already exist. So when we are in this action of creativity, we are drawing, onto a potential. And it's this very um, attitude of drawing onto a potential, this this alignment that we described earlier, um, this attitude of drawing from a potential, which makes this potential go through us. And if we do this in a very conscious ma- manner, then what happens is that consciousness becomes more available to perceiving that which is maneuvering. And so we, we are really talking about the science of energy. We're talking about the laws of of, of supply and demand. And we are saying indeed that our consciousness is is gr- making a gradient shift toward toward this third column, which is characterized with illumination, purpose, and go- and, and will to good. As we draw onto good will, because that is a it's a qualitative energy that will go through us and that will change us, and it will make us more readily somehow available to perceiving something greater, something which perhaps purpose would be. Uh, a keyword for but of course purpose is is uh, as was said in the introduction is, a, is a, it's a very very uh, a high keyword so um so that's the thing is we, we can't jump we can't we can't we can't leap from vision to illumination we can't leap from plan to purpose we as a society want to manifest this goodwill so that today we 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 accept that goodwill exists today we start to see oh goodwill exists like like we see things in the landscape and we see oh they exist well perhaps in the in a, in a in a forward future we will be able to say oh will the good exist or purpose is something okay
1: um <clears throat> there's one one quote which i would like to make uh, from the bible in the Judeo-Christian world one is familiar with the quote and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness apprehended it not which reminds us that the world of reality lays in the palm of our hand although we might not seize it or see it for what it is so we have been taught something important about psychological consciousness and that is that it is unable to seize what it hasn't previously learned to recognize consciously. Indeed, for example, the higher harmonics of the first ray of will are well available to us, as you just mentioned, things are already there. But now, even though we may not not be able to seize them, the value of practicing goodwill, is made obvious here as it is practicing as it is this practicing of goodwill effectively in our everyday life which prepares our consciousness consciousness to be able to recognize the higher aspects of the will the will to good being exactly this next aspect uh, generally speaking in a way it matters less what what is being done than the quality with which it is done. Our our lesson as a humanity has quality at its heart. So that may be something that gives hope. It could also imply that men and women of goodwill may use totally opposite methods of work and still be contributing to the same goal which means making this world
2: a better place well that is something indeed that perhaps you uh, you could address uh, in in this aspect because uh, i think it is very interesting that different methods of of working may actually be qualified by the same very energy and may actually contribute to the same very direction Uh, okay Um,
1: Yes, well, first of all, when we, we are still in the face of a personality with little or no integration, then still the self-will of the column will be predominant with all kinds of action, not necessarily related to each other, and only sight of oneself. It will not be too difficult to recognize that the majority of humanity is still in this phase of development, including those people with an iron will, which we talked about at the beginning. When then the soul is getting some grip on the personality, personality where the physical, emotional, and mental bodies are to some extent integrated, then we see people of goodwill. Glimpses of the plan will shine through. And also a vision comes into play. The vision, which not only focuses on oneself, but a vision for a better world. We know of course of the plan, but what that plan, what the fully extent of that plan is, we don't know. We can just grasp those aspects of the plan, which correspond with our state of our own development. It's here that we see the new group of world servers. The task of the Group of World Service is not the spreading of esoteric or occult information, which you might perhaps think. In preparing the world for the reappearance of the Christ, the needs of all the many grades in the social order must be met. World groups of every description have to be contacted. Much of the work to be done, therefore will be purely economic and will concern the right feeding and the development of a true security for millions who, for many lives, will not be interested in matters esoteric. This is a little bit the, the status of the world as we see it today. The reform of the churches of the many world religions is another aspect of the same work, requiring no occult information, but the introduction of common sense and progressive ideas into theology. The political regimes of the world need orienting to each other. It has never been the divine plan that all nations and races should conform to the, st- the same standard political ideology, or be reduced to a uniform general uh, form of government. Nations differ; they have different cultures and traditions. They can function adequately under very di- and distinctive governments. Nevertheless, they can at the same time attain uh, a unity of purpose based upon a genuine desire for the true welfare and progress of all people everywhere. So, I would like just to, to conclude uh, this part. Uh, I would like to give an, a, a good example of how the work at goodwill Uh, is done. And I take for that example the United Nations. Both we here in Geneva and our friends in New York have the privilege of being close to the headquarters of the UN. In New York we find the Security Council and in Geneva we have the Human Rights Council. In a way, the United Nations form a microcosmic correspondence of humanity as a whole. There are many people in the stage of self-will. You read mostly of these people in the newspapers. But there are also many people of goodwill at work at the UN. Unfortunately, of these, you read close to nothing in the newspapers. And sometimes the energy of men of the will the good shines through thinking, for example, of the Charter of the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights, or more recently, the establishing of the Agenda 2030, or the Sustainable Development Goals. These are sources of inspiration, and it is the task of the new Group of World Service to make these a reality.
2: Thank you very much. This was was interesting, and... um... I think perhaps we could see, because we want. I believe we want to keep some time. Perhaps if there are uh, discussions to be held, and perhaps if um, Dominic would uh, would like to. Um, um, to, to um, yes, to uh, I think again, uh, th- yes.
0: Th- there's been a lot to uh, to think about in your presentation. Th- th- thanks, thanks very much uh, to both of you for. Putting in, putting in a lot of effort and time. And also, I must add, doing this, both of you in at least your second language. So very, very much kudos to you for doing that. Um, so I'd, I'd like to see if there's anyone who'd like to add anything at this point, if anyone would like to raise their hand or would like to make a comment in the chat or would like to reflect upon anything that uh, Florian or Minza have said. But um, while people are chewing that thought over, um, I just uh, wondered whether either of you would like to uh, reflect a little bit more upon uh, your interaction with uh, the United Nations in Geneva and how you perceive that. What, what your sense of? Um, the work there is like just you know, the, the general atmosphere
1: okay shall we first look at the floor whether there's, are there any hands raised
0: um at the moment i can see somebody saying wonderful conversation thank you so much great meditation could we do this every wednesday <laughs> <laughs> um, That will
1: leave to you <laughs>
0: there'll be a lot of work yeah, to do every wednesday um, because it does, it does require a little bit of time and effort to um, focus these things. But for the moment, at least, we're going to be doing it at the last Wednesday of the month, and, and at least until the December the, the 20-something, when we're going to be doing the last one in this series, and then we'll decide what we do after that. But uh, yes, to, to go back to what, what, what's your sense of uh, interaction with the United Nations, what the, the atmosphere is like there and, and um, the importance of their work?
1: Well, here in Geneva, we had had a very privilege to have a very good director general, which was Mr. Michael Miller, a former diplomat who was called back to run the UN here. And you may be surprised that even here in Geneva, when you walk on the street and you ask somebody, okay, do you know what the UN is doing? People would hardly know. (laughs) So he initiated a project which is called, um, uh, what was it the name? Um, A a change Mm -hmm. of perspective of the UN. And... As I said in, in just my, what I said just before about UN, the majority of people uh, you read in the newspapers, those are all the conflicting situations, um, the quarrels, uh, the US drawing out of the, the, the Human Rights Council and things like that. You, you mm-hmm. read that in the headlines. What you don't read is <clears throat> all the work the UN is doing behind the scenes. And that is a change of perception which is so needed also for the wider public. We, as I said, we have the privilege of being able to participate in in certain meetings, um, especially at the Human Rights Council. Uh, Countries, governments of countries can really be held to account. And even though it's not uh, because there is a difference between the... um, Uh, the Security Council and the Human Rights Council. The Human Rights Council has no power. It can only make statements, it can give advice. The Security Council, it's much more complicated, but has legal power. At the same time, here in Geneva, whole countries and whole governments can be held to account for their actions in the right way or in the wrong way. And even though that doesn't have uh, direct consequences in the long run, in the perception of those countries, in the way they relate, you, you Dominic was saying goodwill has all to do with relationships. So it is important, uh, the work which is done here at the, at the uh, Human Rights Council. Um, but at the same time as I, I started with, hardly anybody knows even here in Geneva, what's really going on? And
0: I, I think that's um, part of our task and and uh, part of the work that we do in World Go Will is obviously we try to educate people a little bit about that. And uh, we have the World Go Will at the UN blog, for example. Now, there's a couple of com- there's three comments actually here. Um, first of all, Barbara Valacore says, when a larger proportion of humanity recognizes its essential oneness and interconnectedness of all life, the manifestation of goodwill will be obvious and natural. The hierarchy works harmoniously in many diverse ways and so should humanity. Mm. So again, I think part of our task is to make that manifestation of goodwill obvious and natural, I suppose. Um, And George McNamara has asked... This is Well, in fact, there's two questions coming for you, so I'll give you both of them at once. Are there any of the SDGs that you would put special emphasis on? And the second question is from Alan Hayes. Are all large service organisations led by initiates? Mm. In a previous discussion, we discussed the seven areas where the world's servers are involved. If we are so guided, should we presume our efforts are aligning with one of the efforts? Okay, so there's two questions for you, and I think... Once we've answered those questions, we we'll probably have to wrap things up since we're heading, heading towards the hour mark now. Okay, so over to you, Florian, and Mensa.
1: Yeah, okay. I will be short about the SDGs. Um, from our point of view, lose will, goodwill, you might think that we would say, well, education is the most important one. It is an important one. But don't forget, actually, all the SDGs are interrelated. You cannot isolate one and say, "Okay, we are going to to do this one, and then forget about the rest." Um, think about poverty. If people don't have anything to eat, you can you can talk all all things you want about education, but it doesn't make any any sense. So, just a simple example: all the SDGs are uh, interrelated, and um, it's very difficult to say, well, this one is the most important or the other. They are, in 2015, when the UN decided on those uh, topics, uh, there has been long, long, long discussions on how to formulate them, and they have been well thought through. So, uh, again, they are all interrelated. You want to answer the question about love and the initiates?
2: No, this one, please. Will, will be for you. <laughs> this one, please. please. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think it's also very interesting because you spoke about the director general uh, Michael Muller, and one of the efforts to make uh, Geneva more uh, more attractive and to and to turn people um, a positive attitude toward the UN and to and to bring the UN into a positive recognition into people's minds. and. It's the same with the with the um, with the SDGs. First of all, I think it's a it's a wonderful effort to uh, round up uh, a number of seventeen goals, which, if uh, work worked towards, would really uh, benefit everyone. Um, there's also this aspect of uh, I think it's. Um, the SDG lab and, and everybody working with the energy they, they, they're they trying uh, I'm going to use a funny word here but they're trying to make it sexy for us they're trying to, to <laughs> have it colorful they're trying to engage us they're trying to speak with the words of uh, everyday uh, everyday people so that we actually understand that uh, it's it's one common effort it's 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 one uh, singleness of purpose it's it's one um, one singleness of orientation, and everybody is working together. And I think uh, the the comment made by uh, Barbara Valakor was um, also very enlightening in this uh, in this respect. I have always been struck by going to the UN and seeing people of every um, every kind there. You you find people dressed in the way that is to their custom. The most appropriate. You find people of every uh, religion, of every, uh, every, every um, pigment, every, um, everything about humanity seems to be represented at the UN. Because also you have the grassroots societies represented by NGOs. We we know somebody who works for an NGO who is. 90 years old 90 plus yes and she and she goes there with 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 much joy on her face and 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 she you know she 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 works with people who have uh, uh, ties and suits and 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 so we spoke earlier about the idea that <coughs> details do matter and skill in action does matter but goodwill is somehow perhaps more important because it will um, uh, imbue our actions, and in the blending and the melting and the meeting of all these people in this place, this this friction of of personalities and the friction of ideas, this goodwill uh, emerges and is it, and being recognised.
0: I think that's um, a very nice closing point, if you like, um, because we are. We're now we're out there. I'm marking I'm conscious that you know people may may need to move on to other things, but um, before before we conclude, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I love that word melding that you used there um, in terms of uh, the consciousness that's melding or in within um, the United Nations. And um, there's a comment here from Clint Galvin who is saying the UN is a great organization for spreading goodwill. But speaking as someone from the U.S., something needs to be done with the Security Council. I think it was interesting. Um, but you made the contrast, Minza, between that and the Human Rights Council and said that, that the Human Rights Council doesn't have power. Well, it's true. It doesn't have power in, this, in the normal, real, politic sense of power, but it does have the power of... Um, Example critique and the subtle power that we recognise from our work in esotericism. I think absolutely,
1: um, that's correct.
0: And there's also another comment from um, Maria Christian, Christina Donadio, who who mentions that every month during the week of the new moon, the 2025 initiative is focusing on one of the 17 of the SDGs. So there, that's that's work that, that uh, another webinars, um, set of webinars is doing to focus on these particular things. And as you said, of course, they are all interconnected. So it's a a beautiful thing to focus on. And I think your comment also, um, uh, Florian, about how the UN is becoming more aware of how to, its communication strategy is becoming more sophisticated and more in tune with public consciousness. I think that's something that we can, support and, and see as important. Um, and finally, unfortunately, Alan, we didn't manage to answer your question. Are all our service organisations led by initiates? <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> we don't know, I think, is, is really the, is all we can say about that. Um, <clears throat> and as Nick ortiz KUE says, um, the human rights doesn't have power, but has authority. I think moral authority, yes, the difference is important. So I think we're going to have to wind it up now, but thank you to everyone for your, your, your contributions, for your meditation. Thank you especially to Minsa and to Florian for their very thoughtful um, reflections. Also to Michael Galloway, New York, for, for running the, the technical side of things. And we'll just close now with a brief moment of connection in silence. Thank you again, and just uh, to remind you that next month, the times will be back to the, new, the usual ones, so there'll be, it'll be 5 o'clock uh, UK time, um, 6 o'clock Europe, Europe, uh, European time, and 12 o'clock New York time. So thank you again. and
1: Thanks to all of you from Geneva. Bye-bye. Yes,
0: thank you.